Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Welcome to today's show. I am here with the brilliant, the amazing, the genius Jane Jewell, who is our managing director here at Clients on Demand. And today is going to be one of the most important shows we have ever done because what we're going to do is pull back the curtain and share with you the one thing that creates success. So, we really try to distill this down for you guys. I mean, I've been in this business for, I don't even know, almost 10 years, maybe. I don't know. Since what, what are we, 2018, about to be 2019. So about but eight years. But your world changed when I started working with That's you. true. I mean, That's so we true. should we'll just call that as go. We'll just, yeah, we'll, we'll call it. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll just say you came on in what, 2015? So we'll just say that's when it started, right? Great. Perfect. So 2015, it started. So we've been doing this for three years, <laughs> for three years then. Um, but we've, we've, I've seen a lot of people come and go. I've seen a lot of our competitors do very, very well, take off like a rocket and then completely fall to earth and implode. Um, we've seen, uh, you, you know, we've seen clients come on and, and have immediate success. And then we've had other clients that have taken quite a while to kind of get momentum and get going. And then all of a sudden they take off and have incredible success. So as we were putting together this show today and really just considering but what is this about? You know, what what is the difference? What is the one thing that makes the difference between success and failure? We had a huge conversation about it, and I really think we've been able to isolate it down to one thing. Now, obviously, there's many, many, many factors that go into whether or not someone succeeds. There's your strategy, there's your marketing, there's your messaging, there's all these different things that we teach that we cover with with our clients and clients on demand. There's advertising and how you your your pricing and just all these different things. But if we really were going to just distill it down to the one single most important thing, what would that be? That's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. So if you're joining us live, just go ahead and drop us a quick comment on uh, on live feed so we can see that you're here. We can give you a quick shout out. Robert's here. Ron is here. <laughs> Ron says the one factor is the rust factor. Wouldn't that be amazing if that's what it was? <laughs> that would be great. What if, what, like, if that was the whole show? Like, oh yeah, the the, the one factor between the one factor is me is me is me. The people versus the people who succeed, and the people who fail. Yeah, it's all about that. Uh, yeah, that would be amazing. But that's not what it is. Let's see who else is here. Leah's here. Dev is here. Great man. Roderick's here. All right, man. We got a lot of people here tuning in today, so that's fantastic. Pamela is here. Nice to see you. Fine. All right, so JJ, why don't you break it down for us? Let's talk about what the one thing is, and then let's talk about how you can use that to your advantage to consciously create all of the success that you want. It's a bunch of other people. So Heidi's here. Christina's here. Tanya's here. Segment's here. Grant's here. Dean is here. Ooh. Shana's here. Shana's always here. Tim is here. Shana is here. Hi, Shana. <laughs> Shana's getting paid to be here, so... <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't count. She doesn't count. If you're getting paid to be here, it doesn't count. Tiffany's here with Nate. <laughs> all right. Leah says it's Jane. She says you're the one thing, so. That's true. <laughs> Alita's here. Great to see you guys. Great to see everybody. All right, Jane, so break it down for us. What is that one thing that makes all the difference? Boom, boom, boom. So the one thing that makes the biggest difference is always going to come down to your 
beliefs. And your beliefs is something that a lot of people talk about. People now talk often about your beliefs, where you're focusing your attention, where your mindset is, where your psychology is. And the reason why it's spoke about so much is because it's just what's true, what's a fact of what you focus on determines your reality. What your beliefs are just really dictate how you move through the world. And most of us, we kind of go through life kind of in default, you know, like not conscious of where our beliefs lie, unless we get into a really great philosophical conversation about it, or you're working with a coach or somebody who's really mindful of that, is that we just tend to kind of move through like life is this way. You know, life is this way. People are this way. Relationships are this way. My health is this way. Business is this way. And what we're forgetting is that we've actually chose those beliefs or those beliefs were learned through our upgrade, our upbringing, our, um, our past experience, but your beliefs are really going to dictate how you move through the world. And like I was saying is that typically we're not giving much thought to how we believe about something. We're not giving much thought to our filters. It's much like when you turn on a computer, you don't give a lot of thought to it, right? You turn on your computer, you're automatically connected to the internet. Your emails are already downloading. You know, you get, um, you know, Facebook comes up or, you know, whatever. It's like all of those things happen automatically and your beliefs are going to dictate your action and your results kind of automatically if you're not conscious of which ones you're focusing more diligently on. That's huge. So, so there's a lot of reasons why beliefs are so important, but to me, the biggest thing is that I think that your beliefs, they tend to limit your options. So mm. if, if I, if I believe that I'm capable of certain things, right? Like I, like I, I, if I, if I believe that, okay, well, if I send an email, there will be a response and people will want to buy what I have, right? It doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Or if I believe that I have a product that people want, that's going to create options for me that I don't have if I believe the opposite. So if I believe, let's just say, for example, that lists are dead or that sending an email to your list doesn't work. Or if I believe, oh, you know, people don't like getting marketing emails or whatever, right? If I believe that, I'm going to cut that option off. And now all of a sudden, that's a possibility that's not available to me. So your beliefs become like this filter where they determine the range of options that are available to you. And so mm. that's why people say, oh, it doesn't matter what you believe. It matters what you do. But what you believe determines what you're going to do. If you don't think you're capable of doing something, you're not even going to give it a shot. But if you believe that you are capable of it and that it's probably going to work, not only are you going to give it a shot, but you're probably going to bring a lot more energy and a lot more resourcefulness to it than if you kind of just go, oh, well, I'm going to give that a shot, but it's probably not going to work. So whatever. Right. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. And, and so the beliefs actually determine what options are available to you at any given moment. And, and this is huge, guys, because if you don't take conscious control of this, if you're just allowing your beliefs to determine everything about you and you never take a stop, take a step back and say, well, is this true? This belief that I've always had, is it true? And you're just kind of, you know, going with the flow. It's going to seriously have massive repercussions for you in your business because you're not going to know what options could have been available to you if you believed something different. 
Yeah. I also like, it's not even, is it true? Another question that I often ask is, is it serving me? Is it useful? Like is having this belief serving me? You know, if, if just using a silly example, if you're trying to get in a relationship and you're this woman out there putting yourself out there and you want to date, but you have this belief that, you know, all the good men are taken or, you know, guys are all, you know, I don't know, players, (laughs) I don't know, whatever that is, right. You want to ask yourself, do those beliefs serve what I ultimately want to be in? Let's just say in a, in a beautiful, wonderful, joyous, committed relationship, the beliefs that kind of men are yucky or all the good ones are taken is not going to serve you to get where you want to go. So it's not only, is it true? Because the, it's, is, does it serve me? Do these beliefs serve me? Because you can find evidence for anything to be true if you look hard right. enough. So the key is, is choosing the beliefs that are going to serve you and then finding evidence to support those new beliefs that are more serving for the direction you want to move into. Now, when you first get introduced to this idea, guys, it seems, it seems odd because it sounds like you're, you're working backwards. Mm. Um, you know, I, I saw two people get in a discussion. I saw a mindset coach get into a discussion with a business coach. This was a few years ago, and it was one of the one of the funniest things I've ever seen because the business coach was was just had like all these negative beliefs and was saying like, oh well, you know, I can't make it because of this reason, and I can't succeed because of this reason, and I'm so oppressed because of this, and I'm so oppressed because of that. And the mindset coach was like, well, is that belief serving you? Mm-hmm. And it was a question that completely blew the business coach's mind because she was just like, well, it doesn't matter if it's serving me or not; it's true. It's the truth. This is the, the way truth, that it is. This is the way that it is. And I just have to deal with it. And, 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 and he was like, no, 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 you, you, you can choose what you focus on and you can choose what you believe. And that idea was just so revolutionary to this particular coach that her, she just couldn't even get her head around it. So most of us think that the way that we create belief or the way that we believe things is that there's just certain things that seem true to us and certain things that, that, that don't. And, and you've even got a lot of people, especially online today, that are so like, they think they're so highbrow and so rational and so intellectual that it's like, oh, well, I can carefully consider the evidence and based on the evidence and the argument, I believe what I believe and so on. But the honest truth is that isn't the way that people make decisions at all, at least not about the things that matter. I mean, if you're talking about like a problem of math or a problem of engineering, sure, there's probably going to be like a clear cut solution, right? You build the wing of your airplane with a certain shape, the airplane flies better. Okay, great. It's undeniable. Great. We move forward. The problem is the most important questions in our life do not fall to, do not fall into that category where there is a cut and dried answer. And so people are like, well, you know, science and, and reason and all these things. And that's great if you're trying to do something that has a cut and dried answer. But for most of us, we're asking questions that are fundamentally unanswerable. Questions like, does my daughter love me? Does my wife love me? Should I marry this person? Should I not marry this person? Can I do this? Can, Can I, I do this? Do exactly. This? Can I do this? This is the kind of thing that's just not open to any kind of like rational or logical or scientific thinking. I mean, you are literally going to make a choice. Do I believe that my kid loves me or that my wife loves me? Do I believe that I'm capable of building a multi-million dollar business or do I not? And it is a choice. And so what we do as human beings is we make decisions emotionally and then we choose to rationalize those decisions after the fact with cherry-picked data 
Okay. <laughs> this is what I we do. I love that. Cherry it's, picks it's, data. That's absolutely true. It's, 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 it's absolutely. I think it's the best thing I've heard you say. Well, no, it's, thank you. It's, well, it's true because it's like, like, you know, and you, and you can see this if you've ever, God, I hate to use this as an example, but I'm, I'm going to. Have you ever been on a date with someone and you maybe ended up like hooking up with that person and, and you weren't really that into them, but but one thing led to another and you kind of ended up hooking up with that person. But then what happens is once you've made that decision after the fact, you start inventing all of these reasons why, I married it, him. why it was a good idea. Right? You, you married him, right? Exactly. You married him. But you start, you, 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 you do it and you make maybe what in the moment might be a bad decision, but then immediately most most of us don't go into like regret land. We immediately go into like justifying why we did that thing and why it made perfect sense at the time. Um, Alita just posted in the in the in the comments that cherry pick data is confirmation bias. That's exactly right. It's confirmation yeah. bias. You believe something. You choose to believe something because it meets an emotional need. It comforts you. It makes you feel good, or 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 whatever it is. It it fits into the the, the pre existing beliefs that you had for whatever reason. This belief is a source of pleasure to you. And because of that, you begin to accumulate data to justify it. But once you realize that, you realize that that's the way that your mind functions. You begin to realize that a lot of the most important beliefs that you have, they're just irrational, right? Like I believed that I could build a multi-million dollar company. Did anybody tell me that? No. It, did God come down from heaven and stamp that on my forehead and say, thou shalt be successful? No. I chose to believe it because what's the alternative? To believe that I can't do it? If I believe I can't do it, then I'm not even going to try. But once I decide what I want, then I can take an inventory of, okay, well, here's my goal. Here's everything that I believe. And just like Jane said, do my beliefs make it more likely or less likely that I am going to achieve the thing that I want? And so if you're going to be thinking if you're going to be believing in things, if you're going to be believing in things without any real evidence, you might as well believe in stuff that is going to empower you rather than stuff that is going to disempower you, right? Mm. Yeah. And oftentimes, you can just try on some beliefs, right? Like, you can go, you know what? I'm getting ready to go into this appointment and I'm just going to choose to believe that I am so good at communicating my value and how my program can make a difference in the world. Like, like right here, right now, that's what's so that's what's true. And if you want to go to doubt land, like, you know, two hours later, you're certainly able to do that, but you really can get good. The way you adopt a belief is to adopt it in one circumstance and one setting first, and then you can start collecting the evidence of it being true. And then you can grow that evidence or those references on how that belief, it's like you're stacking all kinds of evidence for that to be true. So a lot of times people have a hard time taking this huge leap, like a huge leap from going, gosh, you know, I'm not sure if I'm a good coach, let's just say, you know, or I've only worked with a handful of people. Like, what if I can't really make a difference? What if, what if, you know, and, and we've seen people go down that spiral. And if in one moment you say, you know what, here's one way I've made a difference in someone's life. Awesome. I'm going to focus on that right here and right now. That one client that I made such a huge impact with. And this is how I showed up when I did it. This is how I, I was focusing my attention and just hold that belief, even for a small space of time is going to have you show up and be more 
present, impactful, and uh, make the difference that you want to make. And that's how you can slowly start to adopt beliefs that are more serving for you. And it's amazing how successful people do this. And people talk about like Steve Jobs, for just to use an example, right? The, the people mm -hmm. talk about how Steve Jobs had this sort of reality distortion field is what people call it. When someone would tell him something, oh, we can't do this, or this is impossible, or this can't be done, he would literally like not hear it and just completely disregard it and, and go right back to talking about what is possible and his and his grand vision of, of the way that things could be. And so the one way that we find that this manifests in super successful people is that what they believe about possibility, right? About themselves, mm. about their audience, about what they're capable of. Their empowering beliefs are stronger and more real to them than anything else that could possibly happen in the world. Yeah. And this is why you see people who have had incredible failures and incredible collapses happen, but they don't lose their self-identity of being a successful person. I, you know, I knew a guy once who was a really, really famous, um, you know, mogul in, in, in Hollywood. He's a really, really, really ultra successful guy. He basically was like one of the most powerful people in Hollywood for a really long time. And one of the things he said was, I've been broke many times, but I've never been poor. And I was like, I, I was like, yes. what is, I was like, I was like, what does that mean? And he's like, well, what, what, what that means is that I go and, 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 and borrow money and go to the most expensive grocery store in town and buy the groceries that I need, you know, like it, 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 and basically what he was saying was that even if his financial situation at, at certain times in his life had gotten to the point where he didn't have physically did not have the money in his mind, he was never poor. And so he was always able to pull himself back out of it one way or another. And so what you find is that among these ultra successful people, it's like they're almost a little bit delusional where they can have terrible things happening all around them, but it doesn't sink in and start to destroy their self-image, where they start to well, let their self-image collapse and say, oh, well, I guess I am, I guess I'm a failure. I guess I blew it. I guess I'm never going to succeed. They believe that even if they, even if they lose, that they're still capable of putting things back together. Yeah. So what I love about what you said is what they don't allow is they don't allow their circumstance to dictate their belief. That's the big thing. Cause most of us look at, here's our circumstance. Here's where I am right now. Here's what's true. This is what's in my bank account. This is what's going on in my relationship. This is going on in my health. And they don't take what's right here. My present circumstance does not have to dictate your beliefs about yourself, others, and the world. That's huge. It's just kind of what's happening right now. Well, you, it's the question is this, what is the cause? What in your life has causal power? Like in other words, where does the power lie? Does the power lie in your external circumstances of lack and limitation and disappointment or whatever difficulty or whatever might be going on in your life? Or does the power lie with you? and your mind and your ability to overcome and your ability to win. Because if fundamentally you see the external world as being more powerful than you, you're going to get your ass kicked every day of your life. Every time. But if you believe yeah. that you are the cause of your own life, if you believe that you're the cause of your own business, you know, like John Lennon said, I don't believe in Beatles. I just believe in me. For him, it was like, 
I don't really care what's going on. I don't care about the success. I don't care about the fact that they were, they were flying high right now and they were experiencing all, all this success. I don't believe in any of that. What I believe is I believe in me. And I believe that I'll always find a way to create and to be successful and to create what I want. That is the way that successful people see themselves. That's the way that successful people see their business. And so, so it's like this, guys. If you don't have that, it is impossible for you to succeed, period. Now, that's not enough. I mean, if you just have that self-belief, you still need the right strategy. You still need the right, maybe the right marketing. You need the right solutions. You need to make good decisions. There's a lot of other things you need to get right. But that's the foundation. That's the cornerstone. And if you don't have that, all the other stuff that you could try to build on top of it, it's just going to fall apart. I really feel like that's, you know, like just to, you know, one of the things that Jesus said is you're either building your house on the rock or you're building your house on sand. And then there was a whole parallel parable about it. But I really think that's what he meant is like, are you building your foundation on something solid where, where you have faith in God and faith in yourself and faith in your ability to make things happen? Or are you building your faith on something that's a lot less secure where things just are you know going to completely fall apart when the storm comes and when the, when the waves crash? I love that. I love that. I think that that's exactly what we're meant here to do is, is anything is going to happen. Circumstances are going to come up. We're going to be challenged. We're going to be pushed. We're going to have successes. We're going to have learning opportunities. But from each one of those, it's about the meaning you're attaching to what happened that then you get to create all kinds of great evidence about the beliefs you have about yourself, others in the world. I mean, that's, that's really the opportunity. And that's when you get to start living at cause of your life, when you start to just create empowering meanings in terms of what happens with your circumstance. Yeah, I was reading a, I was reading a book once about, um, you know, a really famous guy who was, you know, he had he had made a bunch of deals and then it didn't go well. And, and, and he was hundreds of millions of dollars in debt. And he walked into a room full of his accountants and his accountants were just like pouring over everything. Like it was a really intense, depressing scene because they were just like, oh my God, so many projects have fallen through. So many things have fallen apart. We literally owe, you know, banks and investors. We owe all these people like literally hundreds of millions of dollars and the money just isn't there. And this dude like was like, okay, cool. But then he immediately started talking about all the other incredible projects that he had planned and all the other things they were going to do and just started getting everybody kind of excited about it. And the people in the room were like, is this guy insane? And, and the answer is yes, but in a good way, because he understood that sitting there and dwelling on the problem as it is appearing right now, it's not going to fix anything. What's going to fix things is to get back into that belief that yes, we can overcome this and yes, we can do it. And, and you guys can feel the difference. You can really feel the difference because for most of us, what happens is we have one negative thought and then that negative thought begins to spiral and spiral and spiral and spiral. Oh my God, what if I don't get it? I don't, what if I don't enroll this client, right? Let's say you're about to get on the phone with a potential client. Well, what if I don't enroll this guy? Okay, great. Well, what if I don't enroll this guy? Oh my God, do I have any more clients booked? Do I have any more calls booked on my calendar? No. Where's the next one going to come from? Well, if this guy says no, what if I don't talk to anybody else? I might not talk to anybody else in the next two weeks. And then what if they, what if I talk to someone then and then they say no? And then, oh my God, what if I don't make any money and then I can't keep the lights on and then I'm going to get the black plague and then I'm going to die? Like, you know, you get, you spiral out of control with all these insane thoughts, right? But the opposite is also true. You can choose to have that thought where that thought pops into your mind, oh my God, what if this terrible thing happens? But instead of spiraling out of control, you can feel the difference. You can feel that shift in your energy where you go, oh my God, 
What if this thing happens and you can feel yourself start to sink, but you can interrupt that process and pull yourself out of it and, and reverse that thought and say, well, what if this person is the perfect client? Well, then what? Maybe I enroll this person and then maybe they refer some of their friends and maybe I get to make a difference in the world. And maybe, maybe this is the day where everything turns around for me. And you can literally feel the difference in your energy between thinking one train of thought and another train of thought. And that's why this stuff is so powerful, guys, because if you thought like that all the time, where your mind, you conditioned and trained your mind to automatically go to a place of empowerment and success, how much more resourceful would you be? How much more productive would you be? How much more could you get done? Because you spend less time like wallowing and less time in fear and less time in mm -hmm. hesitation and, pro and procrastination, less time beating yourself up. These are the things that cost you money. These are the things that cost you success is those behaviors. But each one of those behaviors starts with that one disempowering thought that you sort of let run wild. Yeah, I love that. I think that there are three three areas that people can really focus on, especially in their business. Um, one being focused on what are your beliefs about your clients, about your audience, about potential clients. You know, um, if you thought about it ahead of time and you just believe that that people want like you solve a problem. And if you firmly believe that people wanted to have that problem solved, like that's going to have you show up completely different to any kind of conversation. If you go, you know what? Everyone wants this problem solved. Nobody wants to walk around the world with this kind of a problem. People can't wait to talk to me because they want this problem solved. That one belief is going to have to, you show up completely different when you're having a conversation with someone. Because you believe they want to hear what you have to say. It's almost like your beliefs create, it's almost like if you guys know like what chain mail is, right? It's like, it's like all these little links that link together into this, into this piece of armor. And that's exactly what your beliefs are like, where if you really take a step back and say, okay, well, what do I want? And then what do I believe? What do I believe about myself? What do I believe about my audience? What do I believe about the world? And you can actually do an inventory of what you believe and then ask yourself, okay, well, are all of these beliefs supporting me achieving this outcome or are these beliefs actually holding me back? And the cool mm -hmm. thing is when you begin to like each, each awesome belief is like a link in this chain mail where you stack enough of them together and you end up with this incredibly powerful, like bulletproof mindset where you can actually go out there and achieve anything. And when things happen in your life that, that that seem to fly in the face of what you believe, right? So you create this empowering belief system and then things happen. You, you challenges come up. I don't know, a client wants a refund. Maybe there was a perfect client that you were on the phone with and you didn't enroll that person. Maybe you didn't hit your income goals, whatever it is. You do that inventory of what you believe. You choose empowering beliefs. You begin to replace your beliefs that are disempowering with beliefs that are empowering. And then you find that you're just bulletproof because things will happen and it will just not affect you as deeply as it would have if you had all of these negative beliefs. You've got some armor, you've got some toughness. And if I look back, Jane, on the way that we've grown as a company and the way that I've grown as an entrepreneur, that's the one thing that I can see is, 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 is massively different where I have mental armor now that I just didn't have before, where stuff that would have like completely destroyed my happiness for like a week, where I'm just like freaking out, 
now it's like it just doesn't even it just it just falls right off and we see the same thing happen with our clients too as we yeah. begin to take our clients to 20k a month and then 50k a month and 100k a month and their mental armor is getting stronger and stronger and stronger all of these things that would have freaked them out when they were first starting now it's just no big deal they don't even have to think about it mm -hmm. but it's mm -hmm. but that's the result of doing so much work on these beliefs is that if you condition this stuff guys so that your your brain automatically goes to things that are empowering it, it 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 just it completely changes who you are as a person it just makes you capable of so much more than you ever thought you were yeah yeah it's like uh you just expand and get bigger and bigger and bigger so we talk about even in, in terms of that being able to handle bigger challenges because those that armor is there that belief is there yeah you know and, well and, that's that's yep. the thing i mean like like look at these people that are that are that are Look at the people that are truly in the public eye today. You've got your thought leaders on Twitter. You've got your business leaders. You've got your politicians. But like, take someone like Elon Musk, right? This is a guy who built a car that runs on electricity and then fired the goddamn thing into space. Like, <laughs> these are some amazing. These are some amazing. I mean, you know, these are some amazing accomplishments. But like, nevertheless. He's got people that are attacking him all day, every day, and some of those attacks are justified and some of them aren't. But just think about the level of mental toughness that you need to make your way forward in today's society, where if it's just you and you're running your small business, maybe you need to deal with, I don't know, a competitor talking smack every once in a while. Or maybe you have a, 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 someone who sees your, your, your Facebook ad or something, he doesn't like what they see and they talk a little trash or whatever. And, and that might be, you might be at a point in your business where you are delicate enough that that really kind of throws you for a loop fine mm -hmm. but as you grow and as your business expands you begin to attract the attention of more and more people and everybody wants to put their two cents in and everybody has some shit to say and everybody has an opinion and whatever else and you have got to have the mental armor that is there to help you deal with that or you're not going to be able to make the mark that you were born to make on the world mm -hmm. yep that's exactly it. And that's why that has to be conscious. Like what would happen? How would your life be different if you woke up and you said, what, what do I believe about myself today? What do I believe about my clients today? And what do I believe about the world or God or the universe today? And focused and started each day from focusing on the beliefs that make you feel good, that are moving you in the direction that you want to go. Your whole day is different. Your whole life starts again. And then all of a sudden you, you do that enough. It becomes the truth for you because you start to collect evidence about, oh, that is true. It is true that I'm good at this. It is true that people want to, uh, you know, work with me. It is true that I'm good at making decisions. It is true that I get great results with my clients. It is true that, um, you know, each, every one of those, you can start collecting that evidence, but it has to be a conscious thing first. It doesn't just happen unconsciously. If you're doing it just unconsciously, can you grow and expand on top of your success? Yes, but it's a longer road. That's and it's right. easier to get pulled back when things don't work to the old beliefs and the old you from, you know, when you first started out, for example, because you're not really deciding and putting your stakes in the ground of this is what's true for me. This is what I've decided to be my truth. So that's the big question, guys, is are you allowing your family, your friends, 
the freaking people on Twitter or whatever to determine what you're going to believe about yourself and your potential? Or are you deciding what you want and then consciously and deliberately choosing beliefs that are going to support your dream? Mm. Because really your whole life depends on your ability to do this. I, I can't, I can't emphasize this strongly enough that if, if you're just being, you know, pushed around by the waves and it's like one day you're kind of feeling this way and the other day you're kind of feeling that way and, 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 and everything else, it, it's, it's, it's almost impossible to create something powerful in the world. It has to start in your mind first. You have to believe it yourself first. And in order to do that, you've got to take conscious control of what you're believing every day. Because for most people, you didn't really have a super empowering childhood. I mean, most people didn't. You know, you've got some people maybe that, that like when I was growing up, I mean, you had people that who, whose parents were telling them every day that they weren't good enough. And so then they internalized that and then that's how they showed up in the world. And then you've got other people that whose parents were telling them they're the greatest thing in the world and that was working fine. And then they ran into their very first failure and that whole image was shattered and then they couldn't put the pieces back together. So it's like for, for, for most of us, whether, whether you grew up with this incredibly healthy self-image or whether you grew up with a very weak self-image, it doesn't matter. Either way, that self-image was, was shaped by the other people in your life. And that means you didn't choose it. But what we're trying to invite you to do is take a minute and choose, choose for yourself, what are you going to believe? Because what you believe determines everything else that happens in your reality. And I know that if you've never really been introduced to that idea before, that might sound insane, but take it from me as somebody that, you know, has built is a really kick-ass, like, <laughs> you know, multiple eight-figure business. It is absolutely true. And we've helped many other people do it as well. And as we've, as we've watched some clients succeed very quickly, and as we've seen some clients take a little bit longer, the belief is the one thing. The belief is the X factor that makes the difference. Believe it. So I would invite you to take time and actually write it down, like go that extra step and write down. What do you believe? What do you believe about yourself? What do you believe about your clients? What do you believe about your potential clients? And then what are your even more global beliefs? Like what you believe about, like what you're meant for, what you're destined for. Uh, what do you believe about the world, the universe? If you have spiritual beliefs, what are those? And take time and write down like five beliefs in each one of those areas your world or your spirituality, your identity beliefs of yourself and your beliefs that you hold for other people, whether that be your clients, about relationships, you know, just groups of people. It'd be a really good idea to put your stakes in the ground and consciously write those down. And then what's really neat is they can go to the, a step further and start looking, how is this true? How did this show up today? And every time you write it down, you start to make it more and more true when you start to collect that evidence. Because now it's like you, that's how you're, you're every, all those pieces of evidence is your armor, right? Like, like Russ was saying, all of that now becomes your references and those references allow that to be true. Because the other option is, is, well, I'm just not good at this and this is why, because I didn't enroll someone today or somebody asked for a refund or, you know, a client didn't follow through on what they said they were going to do, or, you know, you're collecting evidence all day long. You might as well start collecting evidence that's moving in the direction that you want to go. So people ask me all the time, guys, they, they're like, well, look, why does Clients on a Man get such great results when everyone else seems to be struggling? Or like, why do you guys have such a loyal client base when everyone else's clients are kind of pissed off and cranky and upset? A big part of that is the fact that we do a really good job, but, 
but but most importantly, it's that we're the only company that I know of that addresses things at this level. Where when we have clients that come to work with us, like the first thing we do is do one-on-one calls with you where it's just you and your mindset coach and we can start to unpack what are some of these beliefs that you're bringing into your business and are they supporting you or are they not supporting you? And you know, we, we went out of our way to hire like the very best people in the world, people like Jane who are incredible at this, who can help you really figure out what's going on. So if you've ever made a bad decision, why did you make it? If you've ever self-sabotaged, why? If, you, if you've hesitated, why? If you've procrastinated, why? If you wake up every day feeling anything less than like super on fire for everything you're trying to do, why? What is going on in your belief system that is, that is holding you back? And so guys, if you want us to help you begin to figure those things out, in addition to all the other stuff we do with Facebook and webinars and marketing and all, everything else, it all starts with you. But if you want us to help you get that stuff ironed out for good, I want you to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book a call to speak to us because this is the X factor. This is the one thing. And look, so many, most programs that are good at business strategy, they don't address mindset at all. And so as we've already talked about, that's going to just leave you high and dry because you can have the best strategy in the world. But if you don't know how to deal with fear, you're just going to get crushed. But then on the other hand, you've got the people that do specialize in mindset and they are good at helping you get past fear, but they don't have the strategy piece. They don't know about Facebook ads and marketing and how to get new clients. They don't know how to do any of those things. We're the only company that I know of that actually does both, where we're going to help you sort yourself out. And then as you're doing that, we're going to introduce you to the best, most powerful marketing strategies on the planet so that you can create the business that you want at the same time. And both of those things need to happen. You can't have a great business strategy and still be totally paralyzed with fear. You're never going to follow through. And you can't be, you know, this incredibly brave, put together, emotionally healthy person and have no strategy because you're going to fall apart too. So you've got to have both guys. And that's what we want to give you. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book a call to speak to us. We'll get into all this stuff. You can tell us like what you're scared about, what you're hesitating about, what you feel is working, what you feel isn't working. We'll put our heads together and we'll come up with a really kick-ass game plan to get you where you want to go. And then if you decide to work with us, we will go right to work on your mindset, on your strategy, on all these things so that all the pieces come together in a way that you've never felt before where you feel 100% supported, you know exactly what the next step is, but you're sorting out your own beliefs and your own mindset so that you can take these huge leaps forward in your business. And that's how we're able to get such great results for our clients in such a short amount of time. It's because we work on your whole business, but we also work on you and how you're showing up every day. So go to clientsondemand.com forward slash talk, book a call to speak to us. You guys are superstars. People are posting really nice things. People are saying that call changed my whole world. Grateful is the only world I can think of. Ron, that's fantastic, man. Christina is saying best decision I've ever made for my business and personal life. Christina, that's fantastic. Thank you. Leah says you guys are incredible. Thank you very much. So you guys are superstars. We would love to talk to you. Go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and let's see what we can do together. JJ, thank you so much for all your wisdom and awesomeness. And guys, we will catch you on the next show. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call 
That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.